says the brightness of your being is generated from within is that snapple's bullshit no it's actually the little tea thing oh okay the little you know you drink tea for all my tea drinkers y'all understand sometimes the tea bags have um like little messages or words of affirmations and things like that so sure. that, that's what mine said not like snapple snapple tells lies that was an, a period where we just believed everything that Snapple told us. Yeah. Every time you read it, you'd be like, for real? And we weren't, I think during that time, Google, we, I don't think we was on Google yet. Or oh, we went to Google for everything. I think Snapple was our Google for a long time. Yeah. People were buying Snapples just to be like, yo, you, you heard what Snapple said? Like, we was believing a beverage. Right. Who the fuck were we? Idiots. We ain't never gonna be free. Hello, good people. <laughs> Cause Snapple lies to us. <laughs> or cause we believe in a fucking bottle. Hello, good people. My name is 4KJ. This is the For the Stress Podcast. How are you it is. folks doing? I'm joined always by the good brother Frankie Meadows, aka El Capitan, aka Capslog, aka the Backwood Ninja, aka Texas Frankie, aka the Left, aka the Savior, aka SK, aka the Segway King. Woo! I like that one. How are you, beloved? Good. Good, man. Good there. Glad to hear it, man. Glad to hear it. Frankie has some fine dining. I'm going to ask you some questions about that in a minute. But, um, church announcements. Follow the show on everything Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj. You can follow Frankie on IG at Frankie Metals. You can follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You can follow at Ivy's T Co on IG for your herbal needs. You can follow at Embrace Naturally on IG for your hair care needs. You can follow the dojo on IG at the dojo JC for your recording needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend, and all that good shit like that there. Now, I lost my train of thought. It's all right. That's why we're here. <laughs> I completely lost my entire train of thought. Damn. How was your week, bro? It's good. I can see it in your face. You were like, life is nice. Yeah. Wait, what am I doing again? Yeah, yeah. I, I completely, I had a complete brain fart. Um, I have to warn everyone, this week wasn't joyous. Oh, it wasn't what it was cracked up to be. Nah, nah, nah. It was um I guess that saying what what what's the how the saying goes? April showers bring May flowers. Mm. I'm hoping that's true because the past two to three weeks have been completely shitty. Mm. But before we get into the bullshit, I just want to commend my good brother Frankie Meadows out here eating pineapple rice. You know what I'm saying? All types of fly shit with the um the sushi and all that type of shit 
did they cook it up in front of you or it wasn't like that? No, it wasn't a hibachi. Okay. It was a, you know, American style. You ask and then we bring it to you. Dead. Okay, okay. I do have to ask now though, have you ever been at a hibachi restaurant and they throw the shrimp in your mouth? Oh, uh, I've been, this is one of those places. We just didn't sit in that. Yeah, you know, they give you an option. Okay. They say, "Do you want that hibachi experience, or do you want to just dine? You know, sit down like regular people. You know." But how, how do you, how do you feel about that? About the 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 chef throwing <clears throat> food in your mouth? Don't need to. I could perfectly feed myself <laughs> fine since I was like five, six years old. I could hold a spoon. And yeah, my motor skills develop pretty fast. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, would I though? Mm-hmm. Probably for sure, probably for sure. If he's cooking it, he wanna he wanna thing, you know, throw it up in the air, and I could catch it. What am I gonna do? Just let him hit me in the face with it? No, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to eat the shit. <laughs> All I'm saying is, if in that split second it's in the air, I have one of two choices. Okay, I can allow it to hit me, mm-hmm. or I can eat it. So, yeah, know. just don't throw any food at me, bro. I'm cool. Nah, yeah, I'm gonna have a problem with it if it hit me in the face. Yeah, don't throw any, don't. don't. But if we catch it, then it's all right. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. It's, don't it's do a good it again. Time. Yeah, don't do it don't, again. Don't. I'm fuck cool. You up. I'm cool. <laughs> just keep doing the tricks with the onions and the volcanoes. And I like the volcano. Yeah, yeah, all that shit is cool, but just don't throw no food at me, bro. I'm cool. They're good though. They are. They're good. They be like clap. Yeah, they'll hit the little, hit the little precision flip, and you know they'll flip it halfway across the restaurant. I'm cool though. I don't need none of that. Just put it on my plate. Let me eat like a regular human being. You don't have to throw right. no food. You don't have to, I'm not three, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> throw a shrimp at me. I'm gonna throw something at you. Exactly. Because then if you miss, now I got a shrimp stain on my mm-hmm. shirt. And now mm-hmm. I have to fuck you up. I have to now. And it's my birthday. What if it was my birthday? You got you know me out here looking stupid. Exactly. Because you want to throw fucking food at me. Because you know on the birthday you got the nice shirt on at exactly. the hibachi spot. You, you gonna don't throw, want it to. You gonna throw food at me while all my family sitting here? I'm gonna just have to wear that stain all day yeah. for the rest of the yeah, day because your ass was Yeah, I have to wait until your shift is over to fuck you up now. Because why would you do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? But if it's in the air and I can do it, I'm gonna catch it. No, nah, I have to, like. I'm gonna give you a look at while I'm chewing it. Like, for Last me, time. Like, for, <laughs> for, for me, like, when I. When he. When he. Because you know you can tell emotion. And when he's cooking it up and he, he got that little flip, I'll be like, I'm cool, bro. Don't even look in my direction. He check you. He check you real quick. Be like, yeah. yeah, you want that? Nah, I don't. I don't. I'm no. good. Keep like, all right, but respect, respect. Yeah, keep that shit to yourself. Bro. Respect. I'm cool. I got dignity. Don't throw no fucking food at me. All respect to everyone who's catching food in their mouth. Do your thing. Yeah. I, am, I am not one of those yeah, people, yeah. man. So yeah, I don't know how we went on that tangent, but yeah, don't don't throw no. About food. you, you're talking about the you know. Yeah, don't throw no fucking food at me, man. Don't throw no food at me. I like the the happy birthday cheer. Does it come out with the drum and the flares? Okay. Boom. Question. Boom, boom. boom. Yeah. Which restaurant has the best happy birthday cheer? Um, now, that's a tough one. You want to know why? Because every franchise is different. So maybe you didn't experience the best one. I've seen them do all different types of shit. Me too. That's what I'm saying. But they're, they're, you can tell from the... Because the amount of production... That goes into Usually the Usually it involves birthday. some clapping. Some clapping. Maybe you get like, some sparklers. Uh, what's this place uh, in the mall? Johnny Rockets. Johnny Rockets, they clap. They sing their Johnny Rockets song. Yeah. 
they say happy birthday in the song and they mm-hmm. mention like maybe a name or something. I don't know. I seen I seen a good one in Outback. Outback had a decent one. Okay. Um Surprisingly enough, Applebee's got Applebee's? a fire happy birthday because they had the sparklers. They'd be on happy yeah. birthday. Like, oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's get dope. You, like, you get everybody wanting to jump in. Yeah, like it's very Strangers like, at the table, they jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, y'all made me feel good. Chili's, when they used to be downtown, they shit was trash. I'm going to say that I think the best happy birthday dining spot is has to be motherfucking medieval times. Yo, they bring you out, and you you spar with another individual. This is true. This is true for your birthday, fam. I man, shout out the medieval, medieval times. Shout yo. out the medieval times, man. Medieval times, like, because I think what do you get the crown for your birthday, or is you that get just the crown? You get the extra chicken, mm-hmm. the big, right. the big paws. The she wench. large fucking turkey leg that they look like they just killed an animal. Yes. The wench comes by and refills your Pepsi. Why would they have Pepsi in medieval time? But they're going to talk like it. Yeah. You know, but it's a good old time. Childhood it's a good show, times. too. Mm-hmm. It's a good show, too. The choreography is very good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember going to medieval times, maybe. It was like a summer camp and we went. If you don't know what medieval times by chance, because then I, I don't think everybody knows about medieval times. Why wouldn't you know about medieval times? If you like, watch Cable like, Guy, you know medieval times. Shout out to Jim Carrey. Yeah, because that that medieval Straight up time and down. scene was fucking hilarious. That was a good movie. Medieval times is a great spot. Wait, we I'm forgetting I'm forgetting the classic man, Chuck E. Cheese man. Oh yeah, Chuck E. Cheese has a very classic happy birthday celebration. You know what I'm saying Chucky will come out, you know, costume was a little worn, maybe the eyes a little lazy, but usually, <laughs> <laughs> usually they'll put some effort into the happy birthday. You know what I'm saying I don't remember. And that. they got the mechanical band. That shit always used to. That shit was always like creep me out scary. a little bit. Scary a little. When they bit. be on stage and it's like the yeah mechanic, yeah, they and, they, like and they the just sweat. Shit. Yeah, like they move slowly. It was just always weird. It's like they're doing the robot in slow motion. I, I don't know the at names. At any point in time, they're just fucking... Yeah, the like, that's what I neck. feel like. Like, they would just... If you walk past, like, the eyes will follow you, like, on some weird shit. I don't know the name of the yeah. other members of Chucky's band. I'm about to research that. Yeah. They're all creepy. Nah, wild um, creepy. Uh, Chucky Cheese is good. I will say a throwback, our generation, mm-hmm. Discovery Zone. Yo, R.I.P. to Discovery Zone and Hudson Mall. I used to, man, that was a time, bro. Yeah, I used to go to the one in, in North Burger. That one's a good one yeah, too. That was a big, big one. Yeah, yeah. I used to, um, fam. Damn, son. What happened to 440? Yo, they had the Discovery Zone. They had fucking the arcade. 440 was lit. They used to have the motherfucking Toys R Us. The Toys R Us, bro. That was probably yeah. outside of the one of Elizabeth. The, that Toys R Us from 440 was fucking huge, bro. What he took? They took away all of our childhood, man. You remember the Touch Tunnel? A fucking Liberty State, <laughs> Liberty, Liberty Science? Science Center. Look, man. Before I knew that was an assault charge, <laughs> I, I, the Touch Tunnel was exactly that. Yeah. It, it, yeah, 
Because see, when you usually go to the Liberty Science Center, you go as a class trip. Mm. So basically, you enter a dark hole <laughs> with all of your peers. This is true. And you have to feel your way out. Things happen in the tunnel. Yeah. I got lost in the tunnel. I didn't have a good experience in the tunnel. I got lost in the tunnel. They I've had got, to come get me. I've gotten lost in a tunnel, but I found my way out. It was just the touch tunnel was always like that was an experience as a young man. Uh, that was an experience. Uh-huh. Cause it's dark, you know, you just might happen to be behind someone you may like. Yeah. Or oh, my bad. Or whoop. Oops. What am I holding here? Sorry, I thought it was the wall. Oh, I thought it was a wall. And meanwhile, you thought it was a boob. <laughs> but it's, it's with bare testicles. So you got to be careful in the touch tone. You got to be careful in the Your touch tunnel. Your imagination could be like, yo, I'm yeah. grabbing. Yeah, the, but it's yo. not. It's not. It's not. Touch tunnel was a, was a wild time. It was a wild time, man. Shout out to all the Jersey City classics that shaped us into who we are today. Good times. Good times, man. That and the extremely dangerous parks that we used to have to go and play. And we were left alone. You see how your parents, you know, good parents nowadays, they stand by the kid at the swings and push him. And then and the kid runs over to the, the, the slide. You walk your ass over to the slide. Everything's supervised. My father used to pull up, drop me off, and bounce. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it was many times where I'm like, yo, mom, I'm going to the park. She'd be like, all right. <laughs> Godspeed, and that was it. It was like, all right. And meanwhile, the 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 slide consisted of iron, which had been there for a long time. Maybe all types of metal, right? Fam, I you could you'd sit on that shit, and the sun would cook. It was, it was you, you can, can cook a you fucking catch, egg on that shit. You can catch a second degree burn sliding down that metal slide. And how do you think of this when you say, "Oh, what are we gonna make it out of?" For our children, let's make it out of fucking metal. No awning, no nothing protecting the sun from beaming on this fucking thing, fam. And that's what you want our kid, your kids, to play on. Yeah, and you and and it was like a rite of passage to get burnt on the slide. You'd burn your motherfucking ass on the slide, and then if it's summertime, obviously you're wearing shorts. So what you would do is yank the shorts down. Oh no, going it, down the but slide. It, it'll still catch your calf though. But that's the thing, you know. You get desensitized. In the 90s to things You know You just take the pain And keep going So your ankles can take it But your ass mm -mm. Your, your, The upper part of your ass Can't get burnt Yeah you would get You would Yeah It would And sometimes it would happen It would slide Lift up the short And, and burn your whole ass Yeah you could. It would be very easy for You'd have you one catch. red ass cheek And the other one mad white It would white. be very easy For you to catch A second degree burn On a slide Also They never repaired them So most of the time Them shits would get rusty from oh yeah, rain. absolutely. And then it would be sharp, you right? And then the, the even the swings, the swings uh -huh. that get rusty, the links will be fucking wobbly, and you'll swing too hard when them bitches snap, and now you broke your ankle. Monkey bars were way off the ground. I broke my wrist and on the monkey bars in in Lincoln Park. Oh. Uh. Because I thought I was fucking daredevil. Uh-huh. And instead of climbing it regular, I climbed it and then stood on top of the uh -huh. monkey bars. Yeah, and you decided to jump off right. and broke my fucking oh, wrist. Yeah. That's see, that's yeah. And that's like I was much smaller. And that had to be at my height then, that would had to be at least a twenty foot drop. Uh-huh. So I did not stick the no. landing. Uh -huh. Broke my fucking wrist. 
you know it's trials and tribute that's a part of the game that's a part of the game growing up yeah man you gotta like yo just pick it up you know, just keep it moving yo put your, go moving. put your kids in dangerous situations yo mm. not like that but like you know Listen. let them go outside get hurt a little bit yo grab them by the ankle and just throw them in the pool yeah man <laughs> just, just let them rough just throw them in the pool see what they do yeah rough your kids you can go the save them I'm not saying like don't let them drown obviously just see what they do no but you know don't, yeah, don't let them drown listen if you can't swim don't do this exercise exactly but okay. you know, just if you can swim and you know you can swim well enough to to pick up an individual, like you know. I, I would say, maybe let your kids go down a semi-dangerous hill on, on their, their own, on their own, like on their bike or on a scooter, where you know they're gonna fall, but they need that fall. Yeah, I almost did that too. I almost did that too. The brakes didn't work on this bike. Um, it was a setup. My friend was like, "Hey, go down the go down the hill." Mm. Got on the bike, went down halfway down the hill. I hit the brakes and shit. I didn't have no brakes. Yeah, that that's always dent. And then you know, Jersey City is filled with hills. Uh huh. It's a bunch of fucking hills right. in Jersey City. So a lot you, of ways to fuck yourself up. It's a lot of ways to damn near kill yourself. I've seen a couple people go down on Dickinson Hill. I seen a couple. You remember Hooker Hill? Hooker Hill. Hooker Hill. Oh, you don't remember Hooker, oh, Hill? Hooker, Hooker Hill? Hooker Hill is over there by. What is that? It's Summit going down towards. Um, is it a Hooker Street? It used and to it's be called Hooker Hill. It used to be a very. It used to be a very active Hooker Strip. All right. Hooker That's Hill. why they got the name. You right. know where Old Medical Center is? Yes. So like, if you're driving. Oh wait, you talking about by Cornelison? Yes. Yes. There's a there's a I part know what you're talking there's a part that goes down like if you're coming off if you're it's coming, a steep hill it's a very steep very hill. steep hill yeah and I know that, what you're talking about and that area used to be where a lot of hookers were mm-hmm. so they called it Hooker Hill and they used know, to be under the bridge on Cornelius yes mm-hmm. yes and as a rite of passage you know you be out riding your bike you wasn't real unless you went down Hooker Hill and survived. <laughs> Because there's been a lot of people who it's tried like skiing. You don't need to go skiing. Just go to Hooker Hill. No, exactly. <laughs> that was a rite of passage. It's like when I when I got my bike riding around, it was like, nah, bro, you gotta go down Hooker Hill. Mm. Like, yo, what the fuck is Hooker Hill? Nah, you not you not gonna you not official out you're here. You not bro. official we can't out here you. if you don't go down. You're Hooker gonna, Hill. You really gotta steal your bike, man. You gotta go down. Nah, Hooker real shit, real shit. And like, I think I fell my first time going down Hooker mm. Hill. Came back like two weeks later, nailed it. Nice You know what I'm saying So shout out to Hooker Hill Shout out to the Jersey City streets Who have scarred me Mm-hmm. Right They scarred all of us All of us got a scar from out here Oh absolutely Absolutely And if you're new here And you haven't had a scar From some, some type of Jersey City establishment Go get one You haven't been here long enough Just wait Yeah just wait Just wait Something to scar you Or you can remain quarantined And you'll do it to yourself Yeah man Go Go get a scar man Go get let your blood spill in the streets of Jersey City. <laughs> 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 right, it needs it. It needs it, man. Feed the streets. You gotta with, feed the streets. What's your what's your what's your pain and suffering? Life, Jesus. Christ. Now I don't know how we get on all of that, but why not? That was a good trip down um, memory lane mm-hmm. before we get into the foolishness or the fuckery of the week. Um, where do we start? Uh. So, I told you, well, I shared last week I went to the rally, right? Yeah. 
So the mayor decided to respond to the rally because, you know, like I explained last week, you know, when we were marching, we were saying like, fuck the pigs and all that type of shit. Mm -hmm. So the mayor, Stephen Fulop, decided to go to his Twitter and say, you know, this language isn't constructive to building a good dialogue between the police and the community. He was he was essentially chastising the march because they were saying fuck pigs in front of the police. And he was very upset at this and, and he was he felt away. And everybody just laughed at him. Mm. I was like, bro, shut your ass up. <laughs> but he was very upset at this. He was his feelings was hurt. He, he, he was very emotional behind this. And um, that's all I got, man. Who fucking cares, bro? You mad, so what? It is what it is. Just deal with it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it did have to do with uh, the shootings that have been occurring also at the same exact time. So I guess if you got an issue with us having an issue with you filling up the streets with police presence, but people are still getting shot and police aren't doing anything about it. Right. So that's why so I was what the just fuck like, are they posted up for? Why right. why you have them chasing me down? Right. And that's why people was just like, Yo, bro, what are you talking about? Like, instead of understanding why people are saying fuck the police, you want to tell us we're being mean to the police officers. Like, bro, who gives a fuck about police officers' feelings, bro? Let's be for real. First of all, police officers' feelings are probably pretty good. <clears throat> they get paid very good. They have health insurance. They get to ride around with guns all day. Yeah, and it's don't. a brotherhood. They fucking roll around with each other. They are in the car alone with their own ideas, talking shit. You know, right. they have more liberty than any of us have. Right. So when they pull up behind me, I feel pressured. Right. So I don't understand why we need to take their feelings into consideration where it's like, bro, they don't give a fuck about us. Why well, I'm caring about their feelings. And if you're that sensitive where you can't take someone saying fuck you to your face, then maybe you don't need to be a police officer. So, you know, the mayor was was bitching and moaning about the protesters myself included saying fuck the police or fuck the pigs rather so you know tough shit Philip. I don't know what to tell you beloved get the fuck over it that well so but it was it was it was funny though like all this shit going on in the city and this is what you decide to tweet about but you know priorities I guess so um with that it's a lot of police news, right? Um, Because they have been wilding all week. Like they've been wilding for the past couple of weeks. Binge wilding. <laughs> Binge wilding. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. They have been binge wilding. Mm. That's, I like that. I really like that. Binge wilding. Shout out to you. Um, First and foremost, the... um trial of George Floyd's killer was this week mm -hmm. uh, Derek Colvin he was found guilty on mm -hmm. all charges he was found three counts pardon me second degree murder third degree murder and manslaughter mm -hmm. found guilty his sentencing is in like in a month or so he faces up to like 60 years mm -hmm. so we'll see what happens with that um I was 
I don't want to say relieved, but I can't think of anything else. So I'll say I was relieved that he got convicted because I was for sure like they're not going to convict him because they get away with shit all the time. This is probably one of the most damning pieces of video anybody has, you know, has right. ever seen. Right. So it's like it's it was almost it was almost like I have no choice but to convict him. Y'all can't. Yeah, you murdered a man while you stared at the camera. Right. There was no weaseling. Basically. Yeah, it was no weaseling out of this. No. So, but, you know, with the justice system the way that it is, I you know, anything is possible. But on, I guess it's, you know, we have to celebrate small victories. So he was uh, found guilty on all three charges. Hopefully they throw the book at him and give him the, the maximum penalty allowed. But we'll see how that goes um, within like a month or so. So I'll keep y'all updated about that. But a couple hours later, the police kill a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. In Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to all my gang in Columbus, Ohio. The police shot a 16-year-old girl. Now, this is... This happened maybe a couple of hours after the verdict was announced. Um, R.I.P. to Micaiah. Let me say her name right. Hold on. I don't want to fuck her name up. R.I.P. to Micaiah Bryant. A 16-year-old girl from Columbus, Ohio. She was shot four times by a police officer. So the alleged story goes um, she lived in a foster home. And her two older foster sisters were like starting shit with her over some small discrepancy. I don't really remember. So her two older foster sisters start some shit with her to come to the house. They want to fight her mm -hmm. or whatever. Remember, this is a 16 year old girl. Mm -hmm. So to defend herself, Micaiah, 16 year old, grabs a knife, goes outside, gets into a, you know, little scuffle with the two older women. This is very common. Very common. It is. It is. Very, it very is. common. And Just that catch me outside. How about that type yeah, shit? Yeah, that, you know, it, it is. It is very common. So, especially in small towns where everybody knows where everybody live. And as soon as you said some shit sideways on Facebook, well, right. they're around the corner and they're going to pull up. Right. So, they, um, so they get into this fight police are called police show up so the body cam shows that Micaiah had one of the girls pinned up to the car and she was motioning to stab one of the girls mm -hmm. and then a cop shot her four times in the back mm. child is gone now did they announce their presence no, the body cam shows he didn't say stop or anything. He just got out his car, drawed, and then started shooting. Yeah, see, I disagree with that. They should have like been yelling the whole time. Right, like that's they, usually what cops do. Right, and you know, some people were trying to make the argument that well, you know, she had a knife, and what was the cop supposed to do? And I almost agreed with that, right, because it's like. You know, she does have a knife. She was motioning to stab someone. I could understand that argument. However, there were 40 fucking videos that popped up of the police disarming people with knives with no bullets fired. 
I understand this too. But like now I'm looking at the situation where it's like, you know, she's already in the middle of gesturing to stab her. Well, right there, if the, the child that she's about to stab was my child, I'd say shoot her. Because I'm not gonna wait. Why? Now you wait and now my my daughter, right? Because this kid's fighting. Uh-huh. Is dead because you ain't move. And this girl was but again, when you make your presence known, you're kinda letting your forewarning of circumstances. Right. Right. And and we even, know you about to get in trouble. Right. Make a decision now. Put it down ASAP. Right. right. You and, ain't even giving her the choice. Right. And that's you the, just filled her up with bullets. Right. And that's the problem because you said nothing to her. I think that they could have. They, they, they absolutely. They absolutely could have said something to her. Or I think proper training, dicta, you know, dictates that you're supposed to make your presence known and scream. I'm was it. Segway King, hold on, hold your horses, because that's that's gonna bring me to a point later into the show. But, SK, but the this was just a pure failure of like this is a common pattern with the police, especially when it comes to us. Like they don't ask any questions; it's shoot first, ask questions later. And it's like there are videos of police disarming people with knives it's videos of police taking in people with weapons on them threatening to shoot the police and no one gets killed now the thing is that the girl who had the knife she was the one that was outnumbered right because they showed up to her house right so if anything this girl was defending herself absolutely if you were a cop and you'd you know stop the situation you read the room you would have known that you know this person is in the middle of defending themselves right and when are they supposed to stop? So you like you didn't give that option. You no, just straight you yeah. know, said it's over for you. And it's even in and, and even with that, right? Even if you felt like you had to fire, why four times? Like one will do it. Yeah, they shot to kill. Right. And and this is the problem. Like one will do it. You put an additional three on top of that for what? And this is the problem. This is the argument people have against the police, right? So that is one story. R.I.P. to Micaiah Bryant. She, it, this was completely avoidable, right? Another story. In um, Virginia, a 32-year-old man by the name of, of Isaiah Brown, Isaiah Brown, excuse me, he was shot 10 times outside of his home. Mm. Luckily, he didn't die. He's currently in, in ICU. Jeez. But he was shot 10 times outside of his home. The cop alleges that he thought he had a gun. Okay. And if he did, he's in his house. He's outside of his house. He's outside of his house. If so, he did, he's in front of his house. So, again, this is another story where it's like, bro, 10, 10 shots? Why? See, that's the thing. Like, if I'm in front of my house, what bit, why are you bothering me? Because technically, you got to come onto my property to ask me, right? Now, if I'm in a vehicle and I did a illegal move, mm-hmm. then that's, right, reasonable reason to, to right. accuse me of a crime, right? I violated a traffic law. You saw me do it. Mm-hmm. And now we're here. But that's the reason we're here. Not, I don't like the way he looked. Let me just be and, up in his shit. Right. And even with this particular scenario... The body cam footage shows the cop says, stop, freeze, put your hands up, put your hands up. The guy puts his hands up, the cop fires anyway. 
Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. That, so that just, so it just seemed like a cold blooded killer. Yeah, he tried to kill him. He tried to kill him, and ten shots. He's in ICU. Right. That's another story. The third story. A 17-year-old boy by the name of Anthony Thomas Jr. was shot and killed inside of his high school bathroom. This story is a little... So, Anthony, 17-year-old boy who lost his life, they were in school arguing with his girlfriend. Uh His girlfriend is a young white girl. His girlfriend goes home because they got into an argument. She's upset. <clears throat> the girlfriend's mother sees that her daughter's upset, decides to call the cops on Anthony and <laughs> says he has a gun. Oh. So the cops go to the school. They shut the school down because they have a school shooter, an active school shooter. I'm using air quotes. They find the they find the young boy in the bathroom shoot him to shit what right shoot him to shit all in the bathroom stall they tried to oh say oh my goodness they tried to say he had a gun there was no gun oh found. they need to be hanged all of them they tried to say he had a gun no gun found even wilder they tried to say he had a gun and shot one of the officers the body cam they footage lie. the body cam footage came came out it shows after that they shot this young boy to shit, one of the cops shot himself to try to yeah. make up the story. That don't make that sense. He, this story is very, very wild, crazy, funny right there. There's too many things that are too many things that we don't know there. We need to wait. Well, wait, because there's something coming. There's something there that, that ain't 100% out there. So he... so. So the cops essentially tried to lie on this young black kid and say he shot one of the cops that was proven to be false by the body cam footage. They went in there, found him in a bathroom stall, shot him to shit, right? So in all three stories that I have just ran through, none of the cops are charged with anything, right? Now you made a point earlier about how the police are trained i saw a story earlier this week where a police trainer was talking to a room full of cops right this police trainer says i'm paraphrasing because i can't remember all of the details specifically but he says essentially you need to you need to shoot the kill killing someone is better than sex and when you kill someone there's a line you can't come back from. There's a line you cross that you can't come back from, but you'll be satisfied once you do it. So in your comment about training, our current police force throughout the country is trained to kill. There is no when but when has we how when has it been said that it's otherwise? No, absolutely. Maybe even in communities, you know, they try to make cops be friendly and, and but for the most part, they carry a gun. You mm-hmm. see the gun before you usually see the individual. Right. It's just like, oh shit, what are you packing? Mm-hmm. Right? So you're why would you even put that on an individual if they didn't know what to do with it? And no, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's just that now we have 
you know, confirmation of everything that we've already kind of knew. And here's the thing. You got a gun, you go and shoot somebody, you're going to jail. Absolutely. They got a gun, they shoot somebody, they got to go through a process to see if they did anything wrong. And it's they're and protected. And, and no, absolutely. And we've we've been having this argument. This argument, this debate has been going on so you just much. mentioned a bunch of kids. Right. And it's like because they're protected they can get away with this type of shit no yeah that, that that high school you know kid that got shot in the stalls they need to be they need to bring the electric chair to their house no absolutely but unfortunately due to how our justice system is set up <laughs> it takes a video like george floyd for these cops to get convicted mm-hmm. because any other circumstance where there isn't clear footage of the cop doing something wrong they're gonna get away with that shit. They're gonna get away with that shit, and they know that. And the, and the shit is so wild, right? So after the verdict in George Floyd's case came out, that the cop was convicted, he was found guilty and shit like that. There were reports of police officers in the area not responding to 911 calls. Mm. Because they were standing in protests with Derek Chauvin. Cops weren't doing their job. I believe that. Cops sure. weren't doing their job because they felt wronged by the system because one of theirs got convicted for doing something completely wrong. So now they're, you know, like you said earlier, the brotherhood. I'm going to stand with my brother no matter what the fuck he did. Mm-hmm. So now you have cops rebelling against mm-hmm. their job because it's political backlash. Absolutely. Absolutely. But this backlash isn't just like a oh, you know, you got fired from your job by someone that didn't want you in that place to begin with. That's like political backlash. This is like straight up uh murder. You know, because a lot of these scenarios are straight up murder. But unfortunately, like I said, if it isn't a situation where there I can you can clearly prove this man, this cop did something wrong, nothing's gonna happen. I think that we need to know more about that the high school kid for sure. That sounds very suspect. You know, the one with the the young girl. That, the, the one with Makaya, the one with Makaya is going to be a little tricky to prove because the cop's defense could be, well, you know, I was trying to save a life. Exactly. Yeah. So he can kind of skate with that. But he was wrong. No, he was wrong. But he don't care that he's wrong. That's the problem. So now even in the instance where, you know, you're given the responsibility to make a judgment call, you took the wrong life, right? Even though, like, this girl was in the midst of... Uh, you know, she could have just been scaring the shit out of her. Maybe. She could have had the knife up like, I dare you to come back again. Right. I dare you to come back again. I'll kill you. Right. I'd do the same thing if somebody showed up four or five deep to my house. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Malcolm X peeking out the blinds. I mean, unfortunately, we'll never know. Unfortunately, because they have such a they have so much wiggle room to do this type of shit they can get away with so much shit and it's like at a certain point like I, I, I've been thinking about this right like 
we have rallies, we have marches, we we write think pieces, we we try to appeal to our government. None of this shit works. And it's like, and we we've said this on a for on us on the show a bunch of times, like y'all kind of want us to wild out. They keep giving them all all, all the guns. Right, so they're giving us mad guns, and they pissing us off. What's that look like to you? It looks like you want some shit to pop off. I said it last week. We talked about conspiracy theories. We said how could it happen? Though so this is one, this is one of many ways that it could go down. We keep losing young lives, and enough cops don't get justification, and you and you keep giving people access. So now that first instance of us reacting to a reaction, then they're gonna be like, this is what America does. Oh, you see, they hit us. You, you saw they hit us, right? You know what? So this, now we gotta come at them full force. You know, you know what remind me, this reminds me of, you remember Chris Dorner? Yeah. For those, who, for those of you who don't remember Chris Dorner, maybe, shit, I don't remember when all this shit went down. I'm going to say seven to eight years ago, Chris Dorner was a was former military. He worked for the LAPD department. He was out with his partner. And I think his partner, I think it was a white female officer. She beat up someone in handcuffs. Oh, so Chris Dorner black man decided to go to his superiors to report this he tried to use the system like look mm. my partner did something foul right. i think they need to be investigated because the suspect was in handcuffs and defenseless and my partner beat the shit out of them right mm. chris dorner went to again he went to his superiors they essentially told him to kick rocks and fired them mm. lost his job mm. so in response to that, Chris Dorner writes a manifesto detailing, you know, I, I went to my superiors. Mm-hmm. He, he he shows and copies all of the paperwork he put in. He blew the whistle. He blew the whistle and all of that. And they told him to eat dick. So because of that, he decided to wait. What he what he called it? Systematic warfare against the LAPD Mm. he killed two cops sitting in their squad car he went to one police officer's home and killed his daughter whoa Chris Dorner was with the shits completely no that's stupid so after he killed the daughter there was a statewide manhunt for Chris Dorner he went to some cabin in the woods Mm. They tracked him down. Killed his ass. Riddled him with bullets. For sure. What the fuck he thought? What? Listen. There were... There's ways to go about things. He ain't right for that one. You know, I don't even... So he... he They riddled him with bullets. There were... Now, this was one man doing all of this. Mm. When they caught him in the cabin, there were 400 police officers... <laughs> eager. After this man. Yeah, eager. Right? What? Yo, you killed somebody. Like, yo, every single one of those fucking cops that were on that patrol. 
Right. For and for him to like and the two cops he killed in the squad car was in broad daylight. Hmm. Yeah, he was trying to make a uh he, he, he was trying to make a point. Yeah, he was trying to make a point. But the kid that was too far. Yeah, the kid was a little much, yeah. but he was still trying to prove a point. Like, y'all have fucked me over. Yeah, but I just think that's crazy extreme. Like, you know, they fired you and it was unjust. So what you do is but, that you go and. But but this is but I'm saying all that to say this is someone that the system has pushed to the limit. Yeah. And it turned into that. And it turns into that. So I'm saying all of that. To, I'm saying all of that to say what happens when if mm. we all start to feel like that. Well, we know what the ending is going to be. Of course. Well, maybe not. Maybe That's not. Thing. Maybe we not. don't think. He wasn't thinking. He just say, yo, fuck this shit. I'm willing to go out in a blaze of glory. Right. He he was not intended on coming back from that cabinet. No, I think he was very aware that this is not going to end well. Yeah, he him. wanted to probably like die a martyr type shit. Like, right. yo, I'm going to make a point. But, but uh, you know, there's ways to go about it that would have been more effective than that. Right. And let me just preference this. I am not advocating for cop killing. So don't even come over here with that type of shit. However, if you keep poking a bear, eventually the bear is going to poke you back. Now, with the amount of killings that we've had just from the police alone mm -hmm. that's taking out all of the mass shootings where mm -hmm. random motherfuckers mm -hmm. is just shooting us the police killings are a different type of animal because it's like it's so much nuance in that there's so much history in that that like there's a possibility that people are gonna get tired and then what then we can talk about your conspiracy theory of you know martial law and things like that mm -hmm. if it keeps if if the public gets pissed off to the point where it's like nah we're going to defend ourselves mm -hmm. if y'all kill one of us mm -hmm. we're going to kill one of y'all allegedly just in case anyone's listening yeah, this is hypothetical very possible because of this access that we were talking about guns they're making guns available anywhere you can go anywhere and get guns now you said tennessee Tennessee started and, there and, and Texas and they pushing it in Texas well Texas to me was always like a big gun gun you know nut law but let's just, just look at it this way how many people in Texas how many people in Jersey City and in New York and I mean such a densely populated area right and and where usually, a gun here is a lot different than a gun out in West Bubblefuck right and usually I think the difference is like in those very big gun heavy states they usually have a better relationship with cops. They're usually on the police side. Yeah. They, Over here, it's more of a, a a brotherhood. There's a lot of fucking cops. They don't all know each other, but they know what the sign means. Mm -hmm. The blue, the black, and the, you know, right. they know that that means something deep. And again, you don't know what's being said inside a cop car, inside a patrol, you know, car amongst themselves, how they think who's watching your neighborhood who's looking at you and I, and I think and I think this is why abolish the police is 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 picking up so much steam because at a certain point you realize fam we can't reform this mm -hmm. we can't change this it's no amount of training because now you're trying to change someone's mentality right so let's say that 
let's say that let's assume that the government knows what it would do because this is already a part of his plan it's making moves the guns uh you know violence is only getting worse with the police mm -hmm. so let's say the people do retaliate and it becomes a they spell it out like this guy you know oh this was obviously for what's been going on with the police so mm -hmm. they start making a statement they're gonna react by arming police more absolutely so, Put more wood on the fire. Mm -hmm. Fan it, too. Make it worse. Talk about it more in the news. So now it's going to divide people. You got the people. Also, mind you, there's going to be more fatalities. Mm -hmm. There's going to be more victims on our side, regardless, mm -hmm. because in trying to aim and shoot another person, mm -hmm. you can miss and shoot a little girl or shoot somebody's right. mother or shoot right. somebody's father. Right. right. So we're going to lose. It's a lose-lose situation for us. They lose one of theirs. It don't affect the hierarchy of what's going on. Mm -hmm. At the end of the hierarchy says, okay, now we got now that makes sense for us to do this, right? And what does this mean? Let's bring out the big toys, right? Now it's legal for cops to carry assault rifles in the streets. Mm -hmm. That step, that's phase two. Then phase phase three is that we have a big altercation, mm -hmm. right? Another, it could be anywhere too. Just because our city ain't like the next city don't mean that it affect all of us the same. Right. Once this type of decision making come down to play. So now you got all these things outside of our control and no podcasting is helping to connect the dots and communicate and say, yo, we got to move like one unit. Right, right, right. Everything's just chaos. But even look at, remember when that cop got killed here over Santiago, by Walgreens? By Walgreens. They snuck up on him and shot Right. Him. You remember yeah. how tense the city was during that time? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people knew that guy. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. He was a very and, good guy. Nah, yeah, absolutely. From you know, what I people hear. were mad at that. A lot of even people from the hood were mad at that because people from the hood used to chill with that cop. Yeah, I, I didn't know him. I didn't know him personally, but I did hear that sentiment a lot. Like, nah, he was a good dude. People were mad at that, you know, and that and that's the thing. Like, Jersey City is like one of those places. There's so many kids that went to high school and become cops. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of that. I prefer that because they get where they're they, where they're governing, right? You walk in the streets, you stay in the rules, but you understand your city. Right. So you know how, you know how to move with it. Right. A cop from fucking Teaneck, Tom's River, comes over here with his attitude and his yeah, mentality. Yeah, he doesn't get it. He don't understand how things move, so everything's a threat. Now he's jumping. Yeah. That's the trigger-happy motherfucker I'm trying to stay away from. Don't have him policing my city. You know, we got to have people from, but just because they from here don't mean... And that's, the, get and that's the problem. Pussy that's, shit. That's yeah, you got your problem. ass whooped in high school. Now you got a badge, and now you act like a pussy who got his ass whipped in high school with so, a badge. So let me ask you, because I've been racking my brain around this. Is there any solution to this? Unity. It's the only solution ever with anything, but, you know, good luck with that. You know, and when I say unity, I mean on all fronts. Economic, uh, military. Yeah, we got to be strapped. Hell yeah, we got to be strapped. But we got to know what to do with it. We got to set rules of engagement for all of us. Like we got to, as people, right, in our communities, we got to have rules of engagement because then we got room for error when it gets to the court because the court is the real battle. The court isn't, oh, you know, this guy killed this guy. No, right. that's just the, the cause. But see, when you... When, the when aftermath. You, when you say unity, I've come to realize that that means different things to different people. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that because immediately they start thinking of not unity. They're right. like, oh, wait, but you're not unity like I'm unity. Right. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. Because in in my travels, my debates and, and my interactions with different people, you'll say this to people, be like, yo, we need unity. Right. And you'll be like, well, this is what unity looks like to me. Mm. And someone will say, well, this is what unity looks like to me. And it'd be two vastly different things. Absolutely. And I agree that unity across the board, a unanimous unity, is humanity. Right. Humanity is unity. that's, That's a bar, by the way. But it's... It seems like that is a an entire fight within itself to obtain that level of unity. Because the government has been fucking that up for a long time. Mm. Through our education, through our TV, through our shows, and all our reading material, the newspapers, everything's about a paradigm of thinking. But it's a maze. It's a labyrinth more than it is a, a way of life. But the thing is that all of this... Oh, we got to see each other and each other. In Jersey City, people see each other and each other because we live too close to each other. Mm. Right? It doesn't matter that the they they got Hindi, Urdu, you know, neighbors. Or the Sikhs or anything like that. That don't matter. Yeah, that shit don't matter. At the end of the day, what comes home? A mom, a dad, three kids, Which, but it, joy, it, studying, fam, you know, and it's like it's all, And this is what's like, it, it, makes, it makes me laugh because it's like, don't think that unity means I gotta be like you. No, no, no. And that's yeah. what it makes me laugh because it's like, in theory, it's such a simple concept. Right. It's like a kindergarten, a kindergartner words. A kindergartner will understand uh-huh. no matter how this person looks, treat them how you want to be treated. You Indeed. learn that in kindergarten. Right. And we become adults and then we add all of these qualifiers to it. Or because your skin is different, or because your your orientation is different, or because your gender is different. Right. I can't look at you as human. Mm-hmm. And because we have all of these identifiers, it complicates just looking at someone as just human. Right. Because it's like it's even little simple shit like, oh, I don't really fuck with them because they like a different sports team than I do. Like, like that, people ain't supposed to like other teams. Everybody right, and like it's, it's just, and I'm just, I'm saying that because it's like <laughs> all of these things are in the way, mm-hmm. right? Of progress, of progress. Like we have to comb through so much shit to get to the very simple, to the single cell organism, <clears throat> which would be humanity. Right, and it's like we're at a point now. I don't want to say we're we're so far removed from it to where it's impossible, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. And it's like the idea of trying to get people to see the humanity in people is often derailed by all of this other shit, whether it's the mass shootings, whether it's the police killings, whether it's the identity wars politics all that type of shit it it slows it down and you try to you know have this perspective across the board in all of the states but jersey city is just not like all of the states 
And sometimes we don't deal with shit like that. Like we don't have segregation. No, we're not I, segregated. I, I, Everybody's pretty integrated. Well, I, I, I wouldn't say that much. I would say for Jersey City specifically, we're in a u- unique position because we're like segregated and not segregated at the same time. How are we how are we segregated? Because there's certain areas of our city that are for one community, but everyone can come in and shop there and hang out yeah. there or whatever. That's what I'm saying. It's segregated, but it's not segregated. Well, yeah, you know what? It's immigration. We we dealt with immigration, so everybody found the cubby. Everybody found the right, corner. Right, right. And uh, for a way of life, yeah, that's cool. There's plenty of room, you know. Everybody's moving, but now you got this whole wave of people from the U.S., other parts of the U.S., other parts of the world buying up our shit basically right and, and i think building over it and pushing build these regular people out the thing is like you've integrated with every other culture that's been out here because mm-hmm. you see them mm-hmm. right the reason that we're all here is because we're all here everybody's doing a part everybody's feeding an organism of this city that makes this city what it is you know you could go and eat and, right. and kick the shit with them and see a lot in common right but that's that's the level that we're at we won't see these other guys because they don't want to be where we're at. True. And that's what... So unity is just whoever you see. And in some way, you're connected. You know, because you're living the same. Right. Living in the same fashion. You're struggling the same. We both on the same route. Hey, what's up, man? Right. We all in the rat race. So that's all. That's the unity. We all got to understand who's in the rat race and who's like outside of the rat race. Who's running the race, you know? Do you think... I do, I do, I do agree with the premise that diversity is a key factor in finding that humanity in others just based off everything you said if you see people from other cultures you get to talk to them you get to be among them you'll realize okay they just like us maybe some maybe some cultures are or some practices are a little different but for the most part we're all the same we you know we have different names for shit but it's usually all the same shit and i think for us here I would say what kind of separates us from the rest of the country is because of our diversity we don't have a lot of like police shootings here we don't have a lot of acts of the police just being fucking shitheads because if the cops the cops here understand like the cult the, the culture is diverse the city is diverse so you have to know how to deal with other people unfortunately in other parts of the country that's not always um what's the word i'm looking for the case really yeah. i mean in, in in cali the the mexicans uh beefing with these guys and these mm-hmm. guys are beefing with those guys and the yakuza beefing with like that's the image that we have of like maybe how race come together in other states but in these other horrible ways where it's like right. territorial right. you know and survival and it's not like that out here i mean granted gangs did beef right and and even spanish gangs beef with spanish gangs it right. really isn't a race thing yeah it race really is, isn't a race thing here. race isn't high it's not the, the primary reason yeah, that somebody not, got popped out here right it's not because of that it's because of some business yeah some female dispute right that usually get there and or some money 
which is still business, you know, yeah, beefing yeah. or but some. It's either over colors or over money, right? You know, the color shit is definitely real, but it's usually over money. You know, you taking money away from him, and you got my man, so I gotta get your man's. But see, how do you? How do you? And this and this is kind of where I struggle because it's well, how do, how do you reflect that across the country? Because he is very unique out here, it's right? And that's what I'm saying, like. In certain areas, it's like cops don't, cops specifically don't know how to interact with other cultures. So it promotes this trigger happy attitude to where it's like, they, first ask questions. Right. Later. And it's like, I'm just going to believe all the stereotypes. So I need to shoot you because I'm not around you. So I don't really trust you like that. Right. And for me, it's like, that level of unity that level of humanity to for the cops to just see other that that's 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 a that's a hard hard pill to sell bro mm. it's a hard ass pill to sell because you're trying to change the mentality you're trying to introduce something to a group of people who don't necessarily want to be introduced to that type of shit Shit is difficult. Yeah, I just think um you gotta represent and start with community. Focus on your community. There's a lot of shit going on on major scale. This gun thing is a major scale because whatever they say, oh, you know, this is across the board, every state. This is the law now, shit's changed, and we gonna take away guns. The only way I felt like they could take away our guns is if people voted for our guns to be taken away. And Believe it or not, there are people that would say, yo, I don't like guns. I don't want guns. I don't want anyone to have guns. And if the situation gets worse to the point where people are losing their lives left and right, that number will grow. And they'll say, yo, I don't want guns because nobody's winning out here. Everyone's dying. Let's just take the guns away. And if uh, it's legal to take away or it's illegal to have guns now, you still going to have guns. There's still going to be guns in the street, but it's illegal to have them now. So when martial law come into play and they tighten up that noose a little bit, so now you got to be at home at a certain time, uh-huh. you get caught out in the street, now you get locked up, you can't, the, another gun off you is another gun off the street, we're going to be losing. We're going to be in a position to lose. And I'm telling you that just because, you know, it's like a tit for tat thing, uh-huh. we're not going to win. Because when we kill one of theirs, we it's affecting their whole. Like, it, it didn't hurt them, really. Right? It, They'll just say, oh, it's a brother in blue. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the, the fucking guy who's in charge, he don't, he didn't know that cop. It didn't hurt him. But the people who we lose hurt us because there's a brother, it's a sister, it's mm-hmm. a, you know, a, somebody we know. It mm-hmm. hurts us. So it's going to continue hurting us. Meanwhile, they're fighting on their banner. And this banner represents justice. But it seems very unjust. So what the, what are we, what are we getting at here? The guns that they bring is not they're not gonna play, man. Cause if they wanted to beat us, all they need to do is hit the fucking lights. What, 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 what are you, you gonna do if they turn your lights off, 4K? What are they gonna do if they turn our lights off? How are we gonna defend ourselves in the dark? You know cops have night vision goggles, right? Let me ask you. They snipe us. Any thermal energy, boom, boom, boom. That's it. Let, it's let, easy. Let me let me ask you. Just for shits and giggles. 
what 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 would be necessary to cause a revolution like that see a revolution like that means everybody would be fed up and because everybody's not fed up because we all think we're different the difference right and that's the shoving in the media for years and years and years to our parents to our grandparents to us to our children to our peers when we go out and talk to them they're gonna shove you know so it's hard you're fighting a it's like a futile battle because we don't know how to organize why we've been discouraged it don't taste nice revolution don't taste nice when you say it think about the revolutionaries you know how many revolutionaries you know are happy not many most of them ain't even here this is true because they made an example from them so you know when you how do you destroy a group you I, kill its leaders I'm, I'm gonna go a little deeper pause I, I i would say i think our culture is designed to disencourage organization kill yourselves but don't even think about fucking with us i think american culture is designed in such a way like we promote individualism here you're great you we're big on that can be anything you want to be you are special you're better than everyone else we promote that in this country we promote the idea that you don't need anybody else mm -hmm. you are the person who's going to change the world we're ingrained with that we, we, we come up through our school systems believing I'm special. I don't need anybody else because I can do all of this by I, myself. You heard that because your mom told you that, because your dad told you Cause that, because your family. Yeah, because and the system told us that hmm. you're special. You can do anything in this country. What's, what's that old ass American poster? You can be everything you want to be or some shit like that. You know, the reason why they said that is because you can be great here, right? America, the land of opportunity. You can do whatever you want here mm -hmm. because we set this up. You can be great here. Go, if you were to be born in another part of the world, maybe you won't even have fucking right. clean water. Right. But I'm saying that because it promotes this idea subconsciously in us as Americans to not really care about each other because it's like I'm special I don't need to worry about anyone else I'm special yeah, and in its way it's a doctor indoctrination of like yeah right so it makes it harder for us to organize to feel like a community mm -hmm. and so it's more about the self right and, and, it's, and, and it's funny because like that goes against our nature as a species mm -hmm. like we're communal by by nate by nature we network yeah definitely that's how we that's like how we do take it to the caveman like we share it with each other trade and barter we we even take it to evolutionary step down uh, the 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 ape and primates they worked as a as, as a, a network as a community right hey you little one why don't you climb up there and see if there's some danger all the way over there right. so we could avoid it, you know? And Let's this, use each other to move further. And this experiment that we call America uh -huh. has successfully convinced all of us that that shit don't matter. 
You don't have to care about your community. You're great. Mm. It's about self. It's all about self. We are selfish. You are exceptional by yourself. Right. That's why we deal with a lot of these. And I'm not saying that everyone possesses these inferior thoughts. When I say inferior thoughts, I mean selfish thoughts that only serve the self. But you have to be selfish in a in a a jungle. This is a jungle. True. It's made to be a jungle. True, though. The stress he- level is just enough for us not to care about each other because we're too busy worrying about our own shit and also trying to be great. Right. Because right? we believe that we're going to lift ourselves up out of this situation. Right. But we never quite get there. Every time you make another raise, it only gets you that much further, but nowhere near your goal. Right. Really. doesn't matter. That's the, the, the whole idea behind Rich Dad Poor Dad, the book. Was, the guy was talking about, here's a guy who could have been making a lot of money because of his profession. Mm-hmm. One father was a doctor, mm-hmm. and the other one didn't even graduate high school, mm-hmm. but he was the rich one. Right. So it's like how you look at money and things like that. In this country, we're trained to look at money a very specific way. But in our school and education system, it really just teaches you to work for someone else. Absolutely. Very few opportunities are made for kids to say, hey, you know, I want to be this, you know, this profession that is still worldwide, Mm -hmm. world accepted. I could go any part of the world and do this. Right. But that's not really what they teach us. They teach us, you know, with the bell and go over here lunchtime this time that time and you know I, now it's this it's like your robot they're, they're training everybody to be a robot right and i think because of all of that that's what makes it so hard right now for us to have that unity that we spoke of earlier right because we're so we are built to be selfish to not give a fuck about each other we say we do we feel like we do but our actions prove differently. And we always had that one uncle at the family function that, you know, he's the older uncle, gritty guy. He might tell you how the world is like and what the government's like and tell you conspiracy theories and stuff. He's the one that'll put you up on game and at the end of the day, give you the same facts we're saying right now. We need each other. We need to be more united. At the end of the day, it's just about these older guys. They know how they separate us. Because they separate us through race, mm-hmm. easiest way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you should be prideful of your race. Right. There's nothing wrong with being with race pride. Right. But you know, thinking that you're an inferior, uh, uh, that there is an inferior race, or that you're the superior race. Now you're just talking shit. And this is what I. And this goes into all of the qualifiers I was speaking of earlier. They put all these things in front of us to make us debate all this stupid shit about race about gender or i'm better because of this or i'm better because of that the news like to put words in culture's mouths yeah that's true they like to put words in culture's mouths and they do so in a way where the culture itself won't peep it but the the opposite culture did peep it Mm -hmm. they'll get the subliminal message and meanwhile they don't uh, but most times we do be like well why you got to put that back in the 90s i think the news was more crude they didn't give a fuck about hiding anything. Oh, they would just okay. remember the, the term super predator yeah. and what that represented and right. what that meant. That was blatant. And, and blatant. It is. It is. It absolutely is. And I just keep, for me, I keep going back like, I've, for me personally, right? This kind of clicked for me in recent years where it's like, doing this show made me realize 
I'll say the last year was really prominent where it's like I wouldn't be where I am without my community. Right. And that made me think of just America, all the shit we said earlier. And it was like, this is the trick. They tricked me into thinking, yo, I can build this by myself. Mm -hmm. No, the fuck I can't. I can't, you can't, I've realized that you can't do anything in this world by yourself. Well, that, you, you, now we're talking about some high-minded shit. I'm we're saying, okay, let me, let, realm me, of, uh, let, me, let me clarify, right? In the context of unity, in the context of us building a stronger society where the, where the police just can't shoot us and right. do whatever the fuck they want to us and get away with it, mm-hmm. the idea of community keeps, keeps screaming to me mm-hmm. because in my experience... Like, even things on a local level don't get better until a community gets involved. Until everyone says, mm-hmm. "No, we're all on the same of co- we're uh-huh. all on the same accord. We don't like this, mm-hmm. so you need to stop it." Things change because the community said so. Right. Unity so, is the voice. Right. right. Unity, community are. Syn- and, it, and there's no. It's the same thing. Right. It's, it's synonymous in this mm-hmm. sense. So that's why I keep bringing this up in the context of this conversation, where it's like, for us to, you know, I I I'm, I get frustrated often with the news and just the police killings and all this shit, but mm-hmm. it always brings me back, like we're not going to do this without all of us. And it's like the more the more this keeps happening, like oh bro, we need all of us. Mm-hmm. Don't matter who it is. Mm-hmm. If all of us aren't involved in this, we're just going to keep going and going and going. So you got to think of it like a village, right? You got to think of it like a village. Everyone's good at something. So who who is agreeing to be a part of your community or sees themselves as a part of your community is going to do what for what job? Right. Right. For one. Where does your money go? So this is like an economic change in the in the community. Right. If your money is being spent on these companies that don't ever s- spend money towards your direction, mm-hmm. then that's then you're losing money right there as a community. So if you spend money with the members of your community and they spend it in turn back to you, then you guys are powering each other. Mm-hmm. That's how the Jewish have been moving since the Jewish people have been moving. Right. You know, they make sure that the dollar stays within the community. They don't spend the dollar outside of another store. They prefer to spend it amongst their own because they know that's going to come back to them and it keeps their community strong. Right now, that's a religion and it's a mindset and it's a community, it's a culture. Mm-hmm. They've been doing that. So why can't we just start doing that? Why, you know, now that's one thing. That's just a one, a job that need to be done. Mm-hmm. Where can I start spending my money? So it's up to you. It's up to all of us to help figure that out oh you need toothpaste right we all need toothpaste so where are you spending your tooth the money on toothpaste is it a you know commute is it community or is it just going nowhere Mm. right can my dollar go to something more vital and now you're already going to spend your money that's Mm. my thing you're already going to spend the money so you got to think before you spend it where is it going okay so that it's you start that connection it's a habit it's a discipline 
we have to be disciplined to break the indoctrination, to break the programming, right? Because we already programmed. So we could talk to we're blue in the face about all the things we need to change. But then as soon as you leave here, we start participating in all of them right. and not even know. So it start with awareness, right? Awareness. What am I putting into my body, you know, to make me stronger, better, so I can live longer, be there for my kids and, you know, teach them the way. Right. Teach them the way. So you're doing a lot by with discipline. You do a lot, leaps and bounds. And if we just start controlling the money thing is one thing. Convening is another. The enemy convenes uh -huh. about us on the reg. Uh -huh. We convene, you and I. We do this. We come in here, we talk about, we talk about important shit. And then we do it every week. Uh -huh. well, that's a discipline. And in that, we, we access things that we didn't see before because we're going back and forth, you know, with, with ideas. So the thing is, we want to make things better because we're from here too. So that's just one way. Convening and charity. A lot of us ain't doing good. So you can't talk about community and ignore the fucking homeless guy down the street. Uh -huh. You can't fucking talk community and... And, you know, look at the, the fiends in the stream. You're like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Now, I could understand that you're like, yo, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Right. But accountability, what are you going to do about it? What can you do? It's got to be a, co a, a topic, a conversation in a room somewhere on how we can make things better. And any problems that we have that we're like, yo, these are the issues that we can't fix. Those are the issues that we bring to court, to which, the municipality, to the meetings. But you and all know that what? And say, oh, we need this. You're, you're saying a lot of correct shit. However, I think that will require someone to be a highly aware person. And unfortunately, all of us aren't built that way. So I think with, with, with everything you said about accountability, about discipline, about charity and and all of that type of shit it requires a certain type of individual mm -hmm. to even think on that wavelength because now we're, we're we are having high vibrational conversations right to the point where someone listening could be like okay all of this shit sounds good what can i do and then someone else will be like man all that shit is pointless. I'm gonna just worry about me and mine. And they cool. That's cool. You're not in on accordance with the community, right? But and the ones doing this higher work will reap the spoils and the benefits of creating change and being beloved by their community for actually representing them and doing something about it. So you know the the no, the the do nothing people. Yeah. Fuck them anyway. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I was just. I was just. What are you doing? You sitting in the computer talking about shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing I'm, shit. I'm, Fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, I'm. 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 Those people were. Those people aren't um, built to be. And they're probably the first to complain. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, shit's so fucked up. The fuck are you talking about? You're just talking. You know, it, it, but it, it takes unity and it takes an example, right? It takes an example. And that's all you got to do is just create an example. And you don't need a million motherfuckers. You yeah, need I'm, I'm, a few I'm, people who are willing to do shit. And then those people will create apostles. I'm, I'm um this community thing is is, is really just it, it keeps screaming at me i'm gonna explore that some more but yeah bro community 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 could I, I can't get that word out of my mind this community that's all we got man if you were a community were to fall what are you gonna do 
Absolutely nothing. Can't do shit. You're gonna die. You need community. You need so community. we better take care of the community. They talk about taking care of the earth. Charity starts at home. You know, and we gotta take care of us. Once we take care of us, now we set precedent. Right. And when you set precedent, you can make changes. Fucking community, man. Community, community, community. I, I think that that kind of answered my question early of, you know, what do we do in, in context of these shootings and all that type of shit? How do we change? It's community. That's how we change. Fucking community. Um. So, more shitty news. Shock G passed this week for those of you for those of you who don't know who shock g is shock g is a hip-hop pioneer most famously known as the foreman of the group digital underground digital underground gave tupac shakur his start um shock g was was known for um humpty dance through the humpty hump mm-hmm. Do the hunting, hunt. Do me, baby. Like so, Shock G passed this week. He was found dead in his hotel room at 57 years old. There is no cause of death yet. Um, and I was talking to someone, and they was just like, "Yo, why we keep losing all these hip hop legends?" I was like, "You know, death comes in threes. In all of my experience, death has always came in threes." Smoking like the the big mama of the house. Like that's how she. That's usually what. No, for real. Like like shout out to my grandmother. You know, death coming threes. That's shout out to my grandmother because that's what you know. She instilled that in me. Mm -hmm. Like we lost DMX, we lost Black Rob, and now Shock G. So, you know, prayers to Shock G's family. Um, prayers to Digital Underground. Yeah, it, it it was. It was just like, what? Huh? Because all of this, all that news broke in the midst of all these police shootings and mm-hmm. the, the, the George Floyd trial. So it was just like, what? And, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate. Um, I, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know what else to say. And what made me Yeah rest in peace bro Like Rest in peace Shock G And Today Saturday April 24th Um You know DMX's memorial service Was today You know they I watched some of it On the way here And that was That made me more emotional Than I was prepared for Because You know First they drove his body Through New York them there all of the fucking yeah. rough rider bike clubs and atvs they just filled the streets blasting dmx mm-hmm. you know sending him off in a proper way and just you know hearing everyone talk about him giving him love it, it was it was a lot bro like he was beloved despite the fact that he was addicted to crack and and he wasn't the most uh you know they, they didn't expect him to be where people thought he would be you know they think oh you're a legend you should be rich traveling right, the world right, like right. you should be like diddy right. why aren't you like diddy fuck diddy demons 
You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and it's the vices of the world. Right. And we could all go. We all dying. Right. Let's act accordingly. And with that, just hearing like Eve speak, Nas spoke, Swiss Beast spoke, and they all kind of got choked up speaking about them. Yeah, they know this guy personally, and he, he definitely made an impact on them. Right. They come up. And, and Drag On spoke. And, the lock spoke it was just that that was like that was that was rough bro watching that that was rough because it's like yo fam he is really gone and just to see someone it made me realize you don't understand the impact or the impression you leave on people just even with all his demons like he people revered him because he was true right Cause like no matter what you knew X was X, no matter what he was going through. So it it was it was, you know, all of his kids were there. I think he got like 17 kids or something like that. He got mad kids. But just I think one of his youngest daughters spoke. I think she rapped something that she wrote for him. That made me emotional. But I just, you know, it was good that he got the proper send send off that he deserved. And I say all that to say rest in peace to DMX prayers to his family prayers to his children prayers to the Rough Riders family everyone that has been impacted by DMX like yeah man RP to him RP to Black Rob RP to Shock D RP to everyone that we've lost in the hip hop community and in these streets due to gun violence cause it's yeah man it's been a very heavy couple of weeks so I just want to give my prayers love and light and all that type of shit to them but he did get a very good send off like that was he he got what he deserved you know as far as as far as people showing their appreciation mm -hmm. for DMX so shout out to them man um <sighs> switching gears did you watch Mortal Kombat no not yet not yet I gotta watch The Godfather The Godfather? Yeah You never seen The Godfather? No What? Never seen The Godfather None of them I've seen bits and pieces of it Throughout my life But I never saw them In sequence How you see bits old. and pieces Of The Godfather? You know Somebody's always watching it I'm like Some hard shit But you know I never sat down And watched it Just never sat down And watched it I watched Scarface yeah, family. I need you to sit down and watch the Godfather. I know, I know. But um, yeah, man. Uh, Mortal Kombat was cool. I will say, I was telling Frankie before we started recording, like, do not go into the Mortal Kombat movie thinking you're gonna get this some high quality acting. It's not about that, bro. It's it's Mortal Kombat is about ripping motherfuckers' heads off, stabbing people in the throat. It's just pure violence, bro. It's Mortal Kombat. I don't know what else to tell you. It's exactly what you would expect. It's it's ex like don't Let's go in it. And Mortal Kombat never offered a great story. Right. You it, got what you what you came. Yeah. With. You come. You, the Mortal Kombat movie is there to fuck people up. That's all it's about. Don't try to do anything else either. Yeah. I don't want to see you do anything else with it. So you know? I, I give me more. It. Keep going with it. I know? appreciate it because the CGI was fire. Mm. The fights were fire. The story was eh. 
But I didn't come in there thinking, yo, I'm going to get a, a riveting story about Mortal Kombat. No, it's not about that. I want to see Sub-Zero freeze somebody and rip their fucking head off. That's This is what I'm here for. Scorpion, get over here. I want to see all it's that. It's basically like watching somebody play Mortal Kombat in front of you. I'm assuming. I haven't watched it. But they, I'm, they I'm kinda, assuming it's just like somebody else is playing and it's just very good graphics. Yeah, they kind of switched the premise up a little bit. Okay. Um, But regardless, like they tried to tell a story, but it was just like... It wasn't well done. Right. But it's like, I'm not here for that. Yeah. So we all know we all know who's beefing with who. Right. Already. Like if it's if you're We're not new to this, we true to this. Yeah, if you're if you've been if you went to the or arcade. Kano. Yeah, Kano. Hot Mortal Kombat character. Um Yeah, if you went to the arcade and spent fifteen dollars trying to beat motherfucking Shang Song. I was there. Like you understand. Mad too. Yeah, like you understand you understand, bro. It's don't like I saw people i saw like movie critics like yeah you know the story wasn't what is one of the worst movies of 2021 famous mortal kombat <laughs> this is not no fucking drama yeah like yeah. this is not fucking what you want yeah like what you know it's articulate and it's violence yeah like ben so affleck not in this shit you know i mean you know when they say you had me at hello mortal kombat had me at when he ripped the guy's spine out and beat him with it exactly that was cool like that's what that I'm was here cool for. as fuck. I like that. Like you, you have to go into Mortal Kombat understanding what you're getting yourself into. Like even Kong versus Godzilla. I'm not watching that to have some to see riveting. Some, yeah, I don't want to hear no deep societal dialogue. fucking no meaning. I want to no. see Kong and Godzilla fuck up. Beat a, the shit out. Of you each beat other. the shit out of each other and fuck electrocute, the city up. stomp out. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just you know what I mean. I'm not here for no deep dive in some type of psychological right. drama no fuck each other up this is what i'm here for you don't go to a boxing match hoping that they have some type of mental debate in the middle of it mm. no just knock each other the fuck out mm. this is what i'm here for mm. so yeah so if you want to watch mortal kombat do not go into it thinking it's going to be a good movie it's just you, you just go in and thinking i'm going to see some cool shit and people getting killed that's all that's what you're gonna get that's all you're gonna get but with that though on the other side of that coin do you watch snowfall no but i've been told a lot about you it. you you need to watch snowfall you like the wire you'll love snowfall snowfall season finale was this week that is high quality writing it was just uh i'm not gonna spoil it for you but for those of you who watch snowfall it was a fantastic finale. Can't wait for the final season next year. Shout out to Snowfall. Shout out to John Singleton. R.I.P. to John Singleton. Um, shout out to all of the actors. It's mad at y'all. I can't remember all y'all names, but I implore you, bro. Watch Snowfall when you get a moment. You you were really excuse me, indigestion. You were enjoy Snowfall immensely. Right? Um Go on the music before we get out of here. Let's see. Music, 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 music. Um It's not Yeah, I'm not a It's not a lot of shit out that I really care about. Snoop Dogg released an album. I love Snoop. Nah. You said no. 
it comes to a certain point where it's like bro you're so beloved you could do other shit bro we know he has done it what else look i got a fucking i got a cork from the wine that his face is on but that's what he can focus on other things bro you don't have to keep making music you want him to be a superhero do something else anything else anything else um i feel like he's done this is the one guy who's done everything else He's I, always an announcer. I know, I know, but it's like fam. I don't. For me personally, again, I love. Is Snoop it good? Dog. See, maybe. Snoop Dogg is a fifty-year-old rapper rapping. It's just, it's just not good, bro. Stop. Yeah. Just stop, bro. It's okay. You've done more than enough. You've covered the game. So there were at least no memorables. For me, none. Mm. 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 Um. But again, I love Snoop Dogg. I love mm-hmm, Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. I love Snoop oh, yeah. Dogg. I just want to put that out there. Shout out to Jay Mills. Jay Mills released a project. Remember Jay Mills? Yes, I do. He has a project out called Direction. I skimmed through it. Oh, smoked. Number shot number two. Yeah, it's not a lot of good shit out. Uh, Cordain. Cordain, formerly known as uh, I forgot YBN Cordain. He released a project called Justin Till EP. This is decent. Mm. So shout out to Cordain. Little Yachty released a project called Michigan Boy Boat. Yes, yeah, not for me. <laughs> not for me. But surprisingly enough, Money Bag Yo. Oh yeah, fuck with Money Bag Yo. I've been kind of funny on him because mm-hmm. it's like. I've heard some shit I hate it, but I heard some shit I love. Mm. But he has a couple joints on here. Fire. So cool. shout out to shout out the money bag, yo. He, his project is called A Gangster's Pain. So shout out the money bag, yo. He he is slowly but surely trying to win me over. <laughs> um on an RMD. Steady so. and easy win the race. Oh yeah, absolutely. And he's he's been very consistent. Mm-hmm. So I've had people be like, yo, bro, you need to check out Money Bag. Yo, I'm like, all right, man. All right. Um on the RB side, there's not a lot that uh I'm listening to. So it's not much there. So yeah, it's it's still a very slow music week. And um, yeah, man. That's it, bro. That's all I got for y'all. Um, again, man. Hopefully, these April showers bring May flowers, bro. Cause uh, yeah, it's it's been a fucking month. It's been a very very heavy month. But hopefully, we get some more joyous news. Some some cool shit we can talk about. Cause um, I don't like doing this type of shit, but. It's necessary that we have these type of discussions. We have to. Because it's like, what what the fuck else we gonna do? You dig what I'm saying? So, in the meantime, in between time, follow the show on everything. Instagram for the stress underscore podcast. Shout out to everyone who DMs me, you know, telling me how much I appreciate the show. Your messages are very, very, very much appreciated. Is the reason, you know, I keep doing this thing. I am glad y'all are listening. I'm glad y'all enjoying the content. So please continue to reach out. I, I, I try to read as many messages as I can. So I appreciate everyone who who's, who supports. Um, 
reshares the show repost the show all that type of shit you are greatly appreciated so follow the show on instagram 40 stress underscore podcast you can follow me on twitter at twitter.com slash 4kj you can follow frankie on ig at frankie metals with a z with a z you can follow a celestial this goddess is confusion stressed it kind of because you know, it on thick they say the metal Z, they say course. metals and uh-huh like oh s no motherfucker yeah yeah z. it's with a z it's with yeah. a z metals with a z okay you can follow a celestial goddess on ig for your holistic healing you can follow at ivy's tico on ig for your herbal needs you can follow at embrace naturally on ig for your hair care needs you can follow the dojo on ig at the dojo jc for your recording needs make sure y'all like rate review subscribe tell a friend to tell a motherfucking friend and um community for the stress regardless of what my nigga we all need each other it is it's it's our nature bro we all need each other no matter what you're doing you cannot do it alone you can start it alone but to build it and then make it to and to build it and make something sustainable, you always need your community behind you. We need each other to get out of this hamster wheel that we're on. So just keep that in mind, beloved community. You dig? Wear your fucking mask. Oh, shout out to shout out to Jersey City. Um, they was giving out free vaccine shots in the park. So shout out to Jersey City Health Department for doing that. But wear your fucking mask, beloved. We still in a pandemic, no matter what the fucking news says. Y'all be safe. We out. Deuces. You can do better than that.